0: welcome to between the stacks a podcast created and produced by the odell public library i'm emily lenore hey guys i'm krista mapes hi everyone i'm gillian larson on this episode we'll discuss january new releases and spotlight our instagram page plus our segments tech talk and ask librarian as well as an update on my gold award
1: project okay before we get started on that though let's do some announcements First off, we've got story time, which is back on Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Miss Katie will be reading a story or two, and will lead the kids through a short activity before bedtime.
0: Library cards for kids. Odell Library has set up an agreement with the Morrison Community School District that allows any kindergarten through 12th grade student that lives outside city limits to get a free library card. If you have any questions about this or would like to apply for a card, please give us a call or email
2: us. And if you listened to our podcast last time, we talked a little bit about Discovery Book Packs. So we have the dog pack out now with like a little dog activity and a couple books in it. Feel free to look up any Odell book kits on Encore to see which kits are currently available. Now we got a grant and we will be adding about 20 more packs into the library system. On
1: Encore, you can search the term Odell book kits and it will bring up book kits that we have available the chamber of commerce is having the citizen of the year nomination going on right now those of you who believe that you know someone who continuously volunteers his or her time or shows dedication and talents to the town of morrison or the citizens to make it a great place to live work play and learn or even just has the qualities of honesty and integrity should further look into nominating them by calling morrison chamber of commerce at 815 7723757 or go to the Morrison Chamber of Commerce website morrisonchamber.com and go under about the chamber you will find the citizen of the year award details and the form you have to submit by no later than Monday January 25th
0: And now we have a message from our city correspondent, Leanne Schaefer from the Morrison Chamber of Commerce.
3: This is Leanne Schaefer from the Morrison Chamber of Commerce. And today you're going to learn about our new program we just launched called the Morrison Chamber Bucks and how they can help our community. I'll walk you through the exact process of Chamber Bucks and how you can purchase your very own. Chamber Bucks are designed to help keep our dollars spent in Morrison. Let's say you need to purchase a gift for a coworker, an employee, a friend, or a family member. Rather than purchase a Visa gift card or give them cash that can be spent out of town or online, purchase chamber bucks. These bucks can be spent at over 30 local businesses ensuring that your dollars are being spent in Morrison supporting local businesses and boosting our local economy. Here's an example. My daughter has a birthday party coming up. Kids these days have everything and can be so hard to buy for. So I'm gonna give her chamber bucks. This way, the birthday girl can decide where she would like to spend her money and I can have peace of mind that it's being spent in my community. Here's another example. Valentine's Day is coming up right around the corner. Husbands, you wanna be sure you're giving your wife something special but not the same old box of chocolates. Give her chamber bucks where the possibilities are endless and you can be sure you've gotten her that very special gift. She can use her chamber bucks for anything, a special evening out, a family photo shoot, or even get her hair and nails done. And the best part is you are supporting our local businesses right here in Morrison. You didn't order off of Amazon, you didn't go to Walmart. You spent your dollars here in your community. So let me tell you how you can get your very own chamber bucks. It's very easy. All you have to do is contact the chamber or stop by our office. You can call ahead or email us for faster service. That way you can have the chamber bucks all ready for you to pick up. Chamber bucks are also available at Community State Bank here in Morrison, and there's just three easy steps to purchase your chamber bucks. Order, pay, and pick up. The bucks are dollar for dollar, so if you order a gift check for $40, you pay the chamber $40 in cash or check, and we give you a $40 chamber check that can be used at any of the participating chamber businesses a list of participating businesses is distributed with each order and is also posted on MorrisonChamber.com. Now, I've been asked the question Leanne, why not just give them $40 cash and let them spend it wherever they want? Isn't that the same thing? Well, that's a great idea, but it's not the same. By gifting them $40 cash, that gives another community the opportunity to benefit from your dollars. By giving Morrison Chamber bucks, you are ensuring your dollars are spent in Morrison, helping your community grow. And supporting local businesses. So give us a call today to place your order at Morrison Chamber 815-772-3757 or email us at MorrisonChamber at Morrison IL dot org.
2: So next up, we're going to talk about the January book order. Every month, we compile a big, long list of books we think Odell should have on their stacks. And so Miss Krista is going to list off and tell us about some new titles coming to Odell.
1: So I'm going to start off with some adult nonfiction. So we've got Kamala's Way. An American Life by Dan Moraine.
0: I would be very excited to read that because I did have the pleasure of meeting her last October and she was wonderful to talk to. Ooh. So I'm sure it'll be a lovely book.
2: Well, folks listening, Emily's going to have this book for quite some time. So <laughs> you better put a hold on it.
1: Okay, up next, we've got Get Yours for Healthcare How to Get the Best Care at the Right Price by Philip Moeller. Martha Stewart's Very Good Things Simple Tips and Genius Ideas for an Easier and More Enjoyable Life by Martha Stewart.
2: How, hang on, can I interrupt you? Yeah, of course. How many ideas does Martha Stewart have in her brain? Like, how, I think, how many books, how many crafts can can you come up with? So many crafts.
1: You can do so many things in so many different ways, and Martha Stewart has them all. (laughs)
0: I think what's funny about her is that like my mom knows her for like all the craft stuff and the TV show and the magazine but my brother my younger brother and I know her because she hangs out with Snoop Dogg (laughs) Dogg. like that's that's how the younger generation knows her and I think it's just hilarious that like there's the the divide in her reputation
1: yeah I know her because she like went to prison I don't know her for her craft (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) yeah yeah she went to prison too (laughs) I've never tried a craft, but I know that she's been to jail. Yes.
1: Another book that we have got coming in is Icebound, Shipwrecked at the Edge of the World by Andrea Pitzer. The most astonishing survival tale of all might be that of 16th century Dutch explorer William Barnett and his crew of 16 who ventured farther north than any Europeans before and on their third polar exploration lost their ship off the frozen coast of Nova Zimbela to Unforgiving Ice. I'm going to start our adult fiction now. We've got Egg Shooters by Laura Childs. This is book nine of the Cackleberry Club mystery series. Cool. I'm going to go on to our next book, Tropic of Stupid by Tim Dorsey.
2: Wait, Wait, what is it
1: called? Tropic of Stupid. Okay. This is book 24 of the Surge Storm series so up next we've got before she disappeared by lisa gardner this is a standalone novel frankie elkin is an average middle-aged woman a recovering alcoholic with more regrets than belongings but she spends her life doing what no one else will searching for missing people the world has stopped looking for when the police have given up when the public no longer remembers when the media has never paid attention Okay, we've got 20 by James Gripando. Up next, we've got All the Colors of Nights by Jane Ann Kretz. But this is book two in the Fog Lake series. And book one is called The Vanishing, and we do own that one, in case anyone is interested.
0: I was going to say that I really like books i have to deal with like secret government agencies and like old relics so that sounds great and i'll have to pick out i'll have to find the first book
1: by jane ann Mm krentz up next we've got pianos and flowers by alexander mccall smith and i know so many people like alexander mccall smith oh yeah so this book actually has 14 delightful tales in it So Alexander McCall Smith (laughs) imagines the lives and loves behind some of the everyday people featured in pictures from the London Sunday Times photographic archive. A young woman Mm. finds unexpected love while pursuing Egyptian antiquities. It's the mummy. No, it's not the mummy. (laughs) The family is forever fractured when war comes to Penang in colonial Malaysia. Next up, this next book, Robert B. Parker's Someone to Watch Over Me by Ace Atkins. For those of you who don't know, Ace Atkins took over Robert B. Parker's books after he died. Next mm-hmm. up, we've got James Patterson. Yep.
0: Oh, no, no. Gillian has like a love-hate relationship with James Patterson. Yes.
2: Like-
3: Emily, it's not even a love it's just it's It's just hate
2: hate relation i mean i hate is a very strong word and i hate to use it (laughs) a strong dislike relationship when when james patterson yeah when an author has an entire i'm not even kidding a whole bookcase at odell full of novels i don't know i just that's that's too much power like one person (laughs) can't write all that and you know what he doesn't even write. All he of it. has too much power. He doesn't even ha- he doesn't even write all of it because it's all, you know, all of these hard working authors who have probably studied his books and learned how to write just like him have written entire novels for him and he just slaps his name on it. No disrespect to James Patterson if he ever listened to this. I'm so sorry, but he's in the the he's in the adult fiction. He's in the young adult fiction. He's in the easy. He's in the junior. Everywhere I turn, there's a James Patterson book and Yeah, he's I, even uh, in the nonfiction. It, I'm sick of it's like
0: it's like you can't escape him. I can't escape him. He's, he's
2: everywhere. I close my <laughs> eyes, it's James
3: Patterson. <laughs> well anyway. What
2: what what about James Patterson? What okay, we got so go two
1: books coming from James Patterson. Two. <laughs> no! yep. We've got The Russian by James Patterson. And James O'Born, I made sure to include the secondary author. <laughs> NYPD detective Michael Bennett is to marry his longtime love, Mary Catherine. I'm sorry, Mary Catherine. That sounds like someone that name sounds so familiar.
0: Michael Bennett is a senator from Colorado, so that's that's all I'm thinking about is him like in the in the future being like a detective. <laughs> His, his wife's name is Susan, so it's not, I, Mary, Catherine. It's not Mary Catherine. But <sighs> Senator Michael Bennett quits the Senate and becomes a New York police well, detective. And-
1: so NYPD Detective Michael Bennett is to marry his longtime love. Mary Catherine, an assassin, announces his presence in the city with a string of grisly murders. Each victim is a young woman, and each has been killed in a manner as precise as it was gruesome tasked with working alongside the FBI.
0: Okay, but seriously, all I can think about is this, this Michael Bennett, the senator, because I know what he looks like. I can't, I'm just picturing him, like, tracking down in the the and it's, it's hilarious.
1: Uh, yes. Just.
0: He's such a mild-mannered person. I can't imagine him, like, going after me. Yeah. My grandma has a relative who lives in Florida near him,
2: Get so. Get out of town.
0: Uh, no i'm serious she when her like cousin like lives in florida near james patterson so i'll just have to go down there someday and
1: just talk to him and tell him about books and stuff we're most definitely going to have to go take a visit (laughs) i'm coming with you it's decided
0: i'll stay that's fine yeah we can all go down to florida and hang out with james patterson (laughs) (laughs) sounds good to me What other Gillian James wants Patterson. nothing to do with that. Nothing to do. What other oh, James Patterson book? The other James the Patterson out?
1: book is entitled "Till Murder Do Us Part." Another wedding. It's another wedding thing, isn't <laughs> is he, it? Is he okay? Is James
2: Patterson okay?
0: Because <laughs> the last book, Michael Bennett is marrying Mary. It's Cameron not about <laughs> a wedding.
1: Okay, this is actually true crime stories. Yeah. It's nonfiction. These are crimes that actually happened. How many crimes But are we sure there's not a wedding Okay well in, let me read the this? description to you Okay Okay <laughs> you wanna listen. listen to me okay. So Till murder do us part Kathy Spires can't believe She's found such a good man to marry Oh my god <laughs> I told you I told you it's about a wedding oh, I'm so sorry oh, What's
2: Spires. What's her name again Yeah, Mary <laughs> Catherine Oh, Catherine? The two he's taking from See, no no this is this is this is james patterson's plan he's planning he,
0: he wrote he wrote this novel with somebody else because he found this true
1: crime
2: that, that's somewhere. it exactly
1: see uh, okay let me read the description kathy spires can't believe she's found such a good man to marry as stephen markham 12 years later she starts to suspect he isn't who he says he is And as she digs into his past, she doesn't realize the learning the truth will lead to a lifetime of fear and hiding. then I guess there's another story within Till Murder Do Us Part. But you're gonna have to read the book in
2: order to know what (laughs) it is.
1: So we've got Endless Mercy by Tracy Peterson. This is book two of the Treasures of Gnome series. There's also The Scorpion's Tale by Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child. This is Another book, too. We've got The Forever Girl by Jill Shalvis. We've got Neighbors by Danielle Steele. American Trader* by Brad Taylor. And now we are in the young adult section. So, adult books. <laughs> some of the books that are coming for young adult is Lore by Alexandra Bracken. This is a standalone novel.
2: I'm excited for that one. I really I took a picture of it at Target the other day because mm-hmm. I wanted to read it, and now I get to read it. This is coming to Odell.
1: Yes. yes. Next up, we've got "Happily Ever Afters" by Elise Bryant. This is a standalone novel.
0: I'm looking at the author's website, and it's just it's very beautiful, and so I I think that's going to convince me to read the book because like just the <laughs> the, the is really mind. pretty. I'm not. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at it now, and
1: I yeah, it, I yeah. And I think to be I honest, it, it sounds sort of funny too. Up next, <clears throat> this is still young adult. We've got Concrete Rose by Angie Thomas. This is a standalone novel, and I think this is one that like maybe our male patrons might like too, because it has a male protagonist. Now we are starting the easy fiction i've got let's play monsters by lucy cousins she's the author of Maisy. you know the mouse she's got like a duck friend an alligator oh, oh yeah i loved yeah, her it's very cute as a child read her books all the time even watched the little cartoon show yeah this next book i thought looked really cute it's called libby loves science mix and measure by kimberly Dirting. It's really cute. Cute. And it just shows, like, girls loving science. And this author also has another series called CC Loves Science. If, if any parent oh, is awesome. looking for girls who love science books, they look really cute. Then we've got Velociraptors by Scott mm-hmm. Emmons this is a storybots book and they are apparently on Netflix now the cover of this one it showed velociraptors mm-hmm. but like they were rappers like they had on backwards hats and like had like big ear bones oh. <laughs> rappers Vel- mm-hmm. velociraptors but rappers get ready <laughs> to meet the rapping velociraptors They've got pointy teeth, sharp claws, and mad rhymes. Based on a favorite story bot's adventures, this step one science reader will entertain boys and girls ages four to six while imparting a few fun facts about these popular carnivorous creatures. We've also got Spring Stinks by Ryan T. Higgins. This is Mother Bruce Stories. And I I really enjoy this author too, because it's about it's about a bear, and he doesn't like anything, like he really doesn't like anything. But it's fun. It's called oh Outside Inside by Luen Pham. Outside Inside is a moving picture book celebrating essential workers and the community coming together. To face the challenges of the global COVID-19 pandemic. (laughs) So the synopsis goes, something strange happened on an unremarkable day just before the season changed. Everybody who was outside went inside. Outside, it was quieter, wilder, and different. Inside, we laughed, we cried, and we grew. We remember to protect the ones we love and love the ones who protect us. While the world changed outside, we became stronger on the inside and believed that someday soon spring would come again. Aww. That's I, very nice. I, I I think this one will go out quite often just yeah. it's showing kiddos why we're doing things. I know right now like kids probably yeah. semi understand what's going on, but I'm not certain if they really truly know why we're doing all this. So, we've also got coming Wonder Woman Saves the Trees by Christy Webster. Junior Fiction. Here we go. City of of the Plague God by Sarwat Chata. So, the synopsis goes, 13-year-old Skyander Aziz has to team up with the hero Gilgamesh in order to stop Nurgle, the ancient god of plagues from wiping out the population of Manhattan and his adventure based on Mesopotamian mythology. Okay,
0: yeah, so that's one of the Rick Riordan Presents novels, so yeah. that should be very good. He, he puts a stamp on different authors who write about different mythologies,
1: so I mm-hmm. that's, that sounds very good. Another junior fiction book that we have coming in is titled Unplugged, by gordon corman
0: gordon corman writes a lot of good books so i think i'll even read that one it because it sounds great when you
1: know a, you know when a book you starts know. out with the world's most famous <laughs>
0: the spoiled son of the world's yeah, famous most tech billionaire
1: yeah a plus and the very last book that i have is entitled pokemon sun and moon nine it's another pokemon book i know quite a few
2: children are going to enjoy this i know a lot of kids like the pokemon and like pokemon and minecraft books like Mm hotcakes okay but that is it for our january book order so the january book order consists of about 85 new titles coming to our stack so if you'd like that list we'd be happy to give it to you we have it on the front counter if, if you like point. any of
1: these books, you can always go to Encore and put it on hold or just give us a call.
2: So those books sound really, really cool. But unfortunately, we can't, we have not been able to read them yet. But what are you guys reading right now?
0: So the book I'm reading I, right now is called Basketball and Other Things by Shea Serrano. So basically, he is a, a sports journalist. And in this book... Each chapter is just him like answering a question. So which version of Michael Jordan is the best Michael Jordan, who's the greatest dunker of all time, different things like that. And I really love basketball and the NBA especially. So I've had a great time reading this book. We do not have it at our library, but I, I was able to get it from a different library. So it's in the system and you should be able to put a hold on it through Encore if you're interested in reading it.
1: cool really nice the children of virtue and vengeance which is actually book two
2: in the a blood and bone series which i just found out is being turned into a tv show what yeah yeah it is i'm i'm super excited i i read the the audiobook of the first one children of blood and bone and it was really really good but krista has this book checked out on libby so i'm so sorry yet is it good is it good
1: like I haven't finished it yet.
2: Gillian, what book are you currently reading? I'm currently reading *Wicked* by Winnie Holzman. It is the hit Broadway musical. Uh, it was a book first written in 1995, and as a theater major, I'm trying my best to read theatery things, I guess. <laughs> and this, I've, I've had this book uh, for a while, and I'm just starting to dip my little toesies into it. And so far, it's pretty good.
1: I've heard very good things about both the play *Wicked* and the book *Wicked* one of my sisters actually read the book like
2: it so it's it's pretty good it is pretty good oh my goal over winter break was to read a book just a book like a (laughs) just a paper book like a like a paper yeah and and uh, the semester starts on monday so we'll see if i can finish the whole book well i wish you luck
1: in that endeavor
2: (laughs) thank you I, i appreciate it So, welcome to Tech Talk, the part of our show where we answer your questions about the technology we use at Odell.
0: So, our question this week is: What are some of the technical services offered at Odell? So, to answer that question, we have computers for, available for public use. We have microfilm of the Whiteside County Sentinel for the past, like, like dating
3: back to like, like a, back the, the late eighteen hundreds.
0: So, it's. Yes, it's very neat to look at that. And we have two computers that can read the microfilm. In our genealogy room, our computer there, we have a subscription to Ancestry. So that is available for public use. You can just make an appointment with us, and we'd be happy to set you up on there. We have books on CD, DVDs, iPad, and Kindle lending and for our younger readers, we have the Leap Reader pens. We have the accompanying books here. So all you have to do is check out the books and we can get you the Leap Reader pen.
2: Last time we also um, talked a whole bunch about Libby as well. So, yes. and Libby services are also available here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, along the lines of technological services offered at Odell, we also have hotspots now. So Odell has four hotspots available for checkout. Hotspots are small devices that provide a portable internet connection. You can connect multiple devices like phones, laptops, and tablets, and these can be checked out for a two week period with the option to renew once. So just like our normal books. And uh, yeah, it's just easy internet on the go. I know a lot of staff members tried using them, experimenting with them while we were in quarantine and they work pretty well. So Odell Public Library has an Instagram page where we post stories of what's happening on the podcast. We, we post things to keep you guys updated on, on what's happening at Odell. We have links to Encore, Odell's website, and the podcast website. This week, we also have an Instagram we challenge. Do. So, yeah, we'd like to
1: issue our listeners... To a challenge, an Instagram challenge. So this challenge involves just telling us something that you truly like about Odell. So on either your own Instagram story, you can post a picture about like a favorite book that you read at Odell or checked out at Odell. Or you could just post a picture of Odell itself and write in the comments what you like about Odell. Make sure you tag Odell, though, by either putting the at symbol, Odell Public Library, or do a hashtag, Odell Public Library. That way we can see it. Because if you don't, we won't be able to see it, and we won't know that you tried doing the challenge. You can also just give us a little comment we'll be posting something on our instagram page and you can just tell us in the comments down below what you like about odell or you could even just send us a message over instagram
2: about something you like about odell we will be announcing the winner of this challenge on episode four so about a month from now i believe and uh, we have some pretty cool prizes lined up so if you'd like some cool prizes courtesy of the podcast librarians go Man, ahead check we'll us be Instagram. posting
1: a picture of those prizes a little bit later in this next segment of ask a librarian we will be asking our fellow colleagues to answer some questions that the listeners have asked these questions can range from serious
2: to silly We love sharing our knowledge with you and giving advice. So this week's question comes from Miss Stephanie Vabra. I was often asked by parents when I was an elementary school teacher, how can I get my reluctant reader interested in books? So we interviewed our staff members, parents and educators and gathered these responses. So our first tip is
0: while your child is playing, you could talk to them about the book to get them interested and show them the cover And try to spend time with them one-on-one reading and just talking about the book itself. So
1: if you're starting out like a young child with some chapter books, you might want to lean towards books that have more pictures in them than words to get them interested. That way they are still reading some chapter books. And once they start getting into reading, they're more likely to want to read heavier worded chapter book we've also got another tip is just take them to the library just take them to the library and let them pick something that they are actually interested in if a child is interested in something Mm -hmm. like unicorns or dinosaurs superheroes music whatever just let them find a book about what they are truly interested in about
2: yeah, and once your child is like reading things that they like, try introducing them to different genres. So, uh, our job as librarians, parents, and educators is to introduce children to something new. So kids' interests expand when they're introduced to different genres. So Stephanie, who asked the question, her preference is realistic fiction or biographies. Anne Frank's Diary is her favorite, she said. It's a, it's a very good kind of an in-between book where it's, it's real. I mean, it's actually nonfiction itself. It's an autobiography, but it also has an element, you know, the storytelling aspect to it. So if kids are kind of, you know, interested in, in real-life books, that's a good way we to go. We
1: also just recently got the graphic novel format of Anne Frank's diary if people are interested.
2: So, yeah, so that leads us to another tip find books about certain issues or feelings as it's easier to teach children about the hardships later on in their lives. So, at Odell, we have a section of books in the easy section called let's talk about it and these books range from topics about you know autism to racial issues they really put current events into layman's terms for kids who are just starting to comprehend you know what's happening in the world
0: another tip is for kids who like listening to stories you could uh have them listen to an audiobook or you can check out our leap readers devices here and if you can read to your kids, try to do it as often as possible. Mm. And then another tip that I have is so I have a younger brother who is very curious and asks a lot of questions. And so recently when there was the the big space event with the two planets, uh, Saturn and Jupiter, oh. like being really close together yep. and very bright in the sky. In he was asking me all these questions about space. And so I thought that it'd be a good idea to just get him some books about that. And so I got him a couple books about space that we had at Odell, and he loved them, and he was very excited to read them. So my tip is to to look for books that fit whatever your child is talking about right now. So if they're really interested in space or if they really keep asking questions about whatever – I think it's a good idea to just get books
2: about that. We did. Our children's librarian, Katie, said something really powerful. She said it helps kids foster their own independence when they can go into either the library or a room in the house where you have a bookshelf or anything. If they have the independence, if they have the ability to pick whatever they want to read, it really helps them find their own interests. Mm
1: -hmm. And starting them out as young as possible, even if they're not reading the book, but putting a book in their hand, Mm -hmm. it will just... I think, help them realize that books are good. You should read books, you know? Yeah. That's what we're here for. We're getting these new books that are called polka dots, I think. But they're actual, like, dots that you can poke in and they're, like, bubble wrap. Oh. They have, like,
2: in book form. In, In book form? So... Okay, so if, you, if your kid's really young, like maybe some, some like tactile like, books, like little board books. And Odell has a ton of those that kids can like feel fuzzy little ducks in and poke exactly. bubbles and get them engaged physically with the book is a good idea. Yeah.
1: They're not going to be reading the words because they're not old enough yet. But just physically handing mm-hmm. them a book and giving them something basically to play
2: with that's in book format is mm-hmm. a solid idea. Our staff member, Emily, has completed her little library project. So, Emily, can you tell us about your library project through the Girl Scouts? Sure.
0: So, I was working on the Girl Scout Gold Award. So, for that, you have to be either a senior or ambassador Girl Scout. And you have to have completed either your silver award and a journey or two journeys and it's your project has to be 80 hours of work or more and a sustainable project so meaning it's not just going to stop when you're not involved anymore it's going to keep going after you have moved on you have to submit a like a project proposal to your local council Mm -hmm. and they have to approve it and then you're free to go on your project so when i was brainstorming i really wanted to do something with the library and i settled upon little free libraries. So basically the little free library movement was started in Wisconsin. It's like a container of books somewhere and their motto is take a book, leave a book. And it makes just it makes books just really accessible in the community because they're free, you don't need a library card or anything, okay. and they're out different places. So basically my grandfather and i built two wooden little free libraries and they will be out in the spring but right now we repurposed an old newspaper stand and that is up in kelly park it's full of books ready to be browsed and you can visit it i guess anytime the park (laughs) is open (laughs) and so how are
1: those little free libraries going though
0: the one in Kelly Park, I think, is getting used a little bit, which is nice we We finished building the other two wooden ones, so they'll be up in the spring right now. The ground is frozen, so we can't install them. but yeah, I think it's I think it my project went really well
2: like when it gets nice out and everything, I can really see these these little free libraries and parks really reaching a lot of people who either go camping. Or, you know, who's parked to, to spend yeah. time with their kids. And so I think having a book or a little story for, for whoever wants to kind of walk by would be really, really cute and really helpful. So, Emily, I admire your project.
1: Yeah. You're welcome. Oh, thank you. Okay. So I know there is one other question that is on everyone's mind
2: Gillian. Oh, what is it? How is yes. your goat? okay oh man my goat um my goat aggie who we we talked about last episode we we joked about having like a a pregnant goat segment and i guess people are interested in this i didn't expect them to i didn't even expect that to make the podcast like the final edit so my my goat aggie is unfortunately not pregnant yeah we found out like the day after we recorded it it was like "Eh, nope she's not but this has opened up a new door to, to my family i guess my mom wants to be a goat breeder now so if anybody is interested in owning a baby goat, we are in contact with other farmers who would be willing to loan their their boy goats to us for a weekend or two. So I could just, you know, quit all of my ambitions and just become a goat breeder. So join us next month where we <laughs> will be discussing books related to Black History Month and interviewing a member of the Odell Board of Trustees. That's it for this episode. Tune in on February 1st for the next one. And until then, happy reading. Between the Stacks is hosted by Gillian
1: Larson, Krista Mapes, and Emily Lenore. This episode was written and produced by Emily Lenore. Special thanks to the entire Odell Library staff, library board, and friends of Odell. Thanks to all of our wonderful patrons who support the library, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast.
0: Hey. It's Emily from Between the Stacks, and I'm here to tell you about a cool feature you might want to take advantage of. Our listeners can send us voice messages on our podcast website. If you have a question for Tech Talk or Ask a Librarian, have information about something we should cover on the show, or want to send us feedback, send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash betweenthestacks, and you may hear yourself on a future episode.